Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and titles. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and types. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk, or using the information on your screen. Give her a big hand. Hallelujah. Okay, lift up your right hand and say, Holy Spirit, teach us today. Our eyes are open. Our ears are open to hear the voice of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Once again, you're all welcome. Amen. Both in the house and online. What has God got in store for us? In this 27th year onward. Psalm 92 verse 13 to 14. Psalm 92 verse 13 to 14. If you can take notes. We are looking at the subject, serving God has no expiry date. Serving God has no expiry date. What our sister did just now was using her gift to serve God. And every one of us have been given gifts to use to serve God. For the past few weeks in Ghana and here, all I've been teaching on is serving God. The purpose for which we were created is to serve God. The purpose for which we were born again is to serve God. The purpose for which we have been employed is to serve God and to serve our organizations and serve people. So I said over and over in Ghana, in Takradi, in Accra, and last week when I taught on prayer, it's all about service. The easiest way to get frustrated in life is to stop serving. The easiest way to stop, uh, to, uh, the easiest way to, I'm trying to get the grammar. The easiest way to stop your frustrations is to start serving. Amen. Is to start serving. Serving is the key. Serving is the key 
Psalm 92, verse 13 to 14. Yeah, let us sit next to them. Psalm 92, 13 to 14. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Another word for flourish is prosper, do well, progress, advance, accelerate. And it says those who are planted in the house of God. Those who are planted, not those who are visited. I, I want you to really pay attention because it is your message. It's your personal message and it's a message for our church going forward. The key word is service. T-I-C-C, service. Ruach, service. Every church, every believer is all about service. Amen. Look at the neighbor and say it's all about service. Tithing is about service. Giving is about service. Praying at midnight is about service. Your life is about service. Shout Amen. Now if you enter marriage and you don't want to serve, you won't go far. If you give birth to children and it's not about service, serving them and them going and serving you, it's not going to work. Amen. So it says, those who are planted, so you must be planted, planted, you must be rooted in one church. And then whilst you are there, you have to serve. I mean, can you imagine being at work, the employer, and you go there, you are not serving? Is that normal? I think you'll be fired without witches being involved. Hello? You can't blame spiritual forces for you being fired because you went to work and you didn't serve. You didn't go early. You didn't work. You didn't do anything productive. And at the end of the month, you are carrying placards. Say, where's my salary? I think you fall within the category of what Albert Einstein said. To want the new things and expect to be doing the same thing is equal to insanity. You don't get paid for not serving. Um, my life is a life of service. Where I am, where I'm going, this church is here 27 years later because of service. The only reason why we are still here is because of service. That's the only reason. It's not, it's not any special thing about the bishop or the resident pastor or my pastors. Yesterday, the success of the concert was because of the faithful, loyal, dedicated, consistent service of all the individuals involved in the concert. Yeah. The powerful program they put up, the sacrifice. Do you know our Christians and our media guys, including the Johnsons, left here at, 12, at 5 p.m. last Sunday because they were practicing. They left here at 5. All of us gone home. Why are they staying? Waiting on their ministry. And every one of us is supposed to find an area of service. Serving in the marketplace on your job and then serving in the kingdom of God and serving in church. Everybody must find an area of service. And serve faithfully. And do it as unto the Lord. Look, I can't reward you. You can't reward me. Father's Day came. Nobody called me. Nobody gave me any gift. Nobody gave me any gift except probably Martha. And the Messiah children got me a card. 
and chocolate. So if I'm waiting for gifts from people to serve, as the father of this house, I will never serve. So my point is, don't wait for rewards before you serve, and don't wait for certificates. The greatest rewarder of our service is God. But that's on condition that you do it His way, not your way. And don't do it out of convenience. Do it out of conviction. That's why you are, listen, you are saved to serve. You are born again to serve. You are employed to serve. You are born to serve. You are given gifts on this earth to serve. Whether in church, in the kingdom, marketplace, or home. Your life is a, listen, that's why he said, present yourselves as a living sacrifice. Your life is a sacrifice to God. A sacrifice to your family. A sacrifice to your assignments. Your life is a seed. Let me show you something before I continue. Psalm 22, please. Psalm 22, verse 30. Psalm 22, verse 30. Are you getting anything so far? It's a teaching service. Psalm 22, verse 30. This will bless you. You know, please lift up your head for a minute. Any friendship that you have that is all about you, that friendship will not go far. Any relationship you are involved in, whether friends, uh, marital, social, that is all about me. If I'm in a relationship with you and it's all about me, that relationship will not survive. That relationship will not survive. That relationship will not last. Relationships are not about one individual. Relationships are about the group, the entire, the, the entire, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. You can't be in a relationship where you're expecting to be saved all the time without you serving. It will not work. And the same with God. Your relationship with God, if you are not serving Him, this thing will frustrate your life. The reason why He created you is to worship Him. Is to serve Him. So if He has created you and I, and we are not serving Him, He does not find a reason why. He doesn't see no reason why He should keep us alive here. So Amen is gone. I don't intend to scream at all. It's not necessary. I intend to reason with you and tell you where we are going as a church and where you should be going in your life. You should be serving. Finally, listen. Don't waste your talent and your gift not using it properly in church and in life. You are frustrating your own bank account. But some of you, you haven't seen anything yet. I don't care whether you have 10,000 pounds in your bank account or 100,000 in your bank account. It can, within a, within a, a twinkle of an eye, it can dissipate. Don't believe your own CV. Don't believe your money in your bank account. That does not define you. There are some people who define themselves and behave, uh, relate with people based on what they think they are rich. They, they think they are rich because of money. Listen, money does not make you rich. And there's a difference between riches and wealth. You have money, but you have no peace. You have money, your marriage is breaking down. You have no peace. Your children have left home. They don't want to relate with you. They don't want to do nothing with you. 
You are not doing anything for God. You say, I'm rich. You are not rich. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, they are true riches. They are riches and they are true riches. Most of believers are holding riches, riches. When they are true riches. What's the essence of money? No peace of mind. No rest. You sleep, you don't sleep. You can't spend your own money. You know, every time I go to the bathroom and I can urinate, I say, thank God. There are people who are using capita. Many Christians are just, just too ungrateful to be, to, be, to, be, to be related with. You know, the, more, the older you grow, the calmer you become. And there are things you just, Dabi Dabi. What I say? Everybody say, Dabi Dabi. <laughs> my blessing is based on my service. Your blessing is based on your service. No prayer of a pastor laying out of his hand or his stomach will change your story if you don't do anything for God and you don't do it well. If I was in Ghana, I'd say, if you don't clap, I will do something to you. They are very used to that in Ghana. It's all about service. Look at how you are dancing, singing. Michael's the, the drama sketch, the ladies dancing. Look at how happy you were. Look at how you are rejoicing. The question is, who are you making happy with your gift in church? And do you know how many hours goes into practice before, uh, before uh, ministration? A cash call. Interpret it for them. A cash call. He's not lying down to take. No. You pay for excellent service. What, what impacts people, what blesses people. A lot of sacrifice goes into it. This year, you must serve God in one area or the other, in your church, in the area of your personal... I can't ask you to dance like the sister dance if your dancing confuses people. I can't ask you to do a drama sketch when you can't remember the words. So you are not being asked by God or by your church or in the kingdom to do something you have been, been gifted to do. That would not be good on God's part, not be fair on your, His part and your part. So the point is, serving God has no... You don't come to a place where you are blessed and then you say, I don't serve anymore. It has no expiry date. I'm not a believer. I've got me promoted. I'm now married. I now have children. So, I, you know, we've come to a place where we don't serve anymore. Those things are beneath us. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. How low is service to that? Do you know how... how do you know... Do you know how... 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 How fragrant... How... Uh, how uh, perfume-like feet are. Are you with me? You are paying attention. Do you know how perfume-like feet are? And then bending down. And washing the feet. Twelve disciples. And these were fishermen. Fishermen, tax collectors, etc. Do you know the fragrance that was coming from the ground? Service is not easy. Serving God is not easy. Serving in church is not easy. Coming early to practice to bless people is not easy. Staying here to fight here when everybody's gone home and they are already watching TV. The other day we went, we got home and we called uh, him. 
Ya Allah. Ah, Mama Bishop, hey, we won't be from sleep, eh? Sorry, we, we, we have just arrived. You have already done the first dose. Obviously, he was tired. We can't, we can't, we can't force him for that. While he was sleeping, there were some people here to fight, to make sure the anniversary went the way we all wanted to go. The next, place, the next person to bless us in this church is you. Amen. With your gift, with your talent that you have developed, that you have added skill to, to use to bless people. Is an amen coming? Amen. If you can give Jesus a clap of him, that would be very good. And the first scripture we read, it says, They shall still, it says, those that be planted in the house of God. Those are planted. So you need to be planted. You need to be rooted. Settled in one church, under one pastor, in one church, finding something to do in the place. And then it says, um, They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Serving God has no expiry date. Old age, middle age, young age, teenage, adult, whatever, you must find an area of service. Everybody. Everybody use the word serve. Say serving God and serving men. He said they shall steal. Everybody say steal. Bring forth fruit in what? Old age. In old age. In old age. I don't know how old our precious gentleman is, Brother Max. Good to see you. Uh, But if I'm assuming, I probably, in this room, I'm the oldest of all of you. And I'm still serving. 30 days of prayer. Waking up early in the morning, 6 a.m. to lead prayer. 7 days of fasting, leading prayer. Starting, preparing yourself to lead prayer at 6 a.m. and then at 7, and then lunch out at Jesus and other things. 61 and still 7. They shall still bring forth fruit in all this. Why are you stretching and yawning at the age of 25, 35, and 40 at 12 o'clock? Why are you coming to church late and not doing what you should do for God early? You are 35, you are 40, you are stretching. You are yawning in a service. 25. So what should the 61 year old people do? How could the world? What I say? How could the world? That swallow it. Tell your neighbor, you are not too young to serve. And you are not too old to serve. Tell them you are sitting on your something if you are not serving and you are denying your generation of what you carry. You are denying this church of what you carry. You are denying the kingdom of what you carry. And the danger of not serving with your gift is that it is collected and given to those who are serving. Ten talents. Five. Made five. More. Two. Made two more. They said to the one, what did you do with the gift? He said, you are a wicked man. Bishop, you are always making demands. Like Papa said this morning, they are engaging another form of evangelism. He said, I'm sure they will be saying, they have come with another project again. But it's a project that, look, <laughs> I don't go, I haven't been to the gym for a while. Guess what keeps me fit? Guess what keeps me fit? Tell me what you think keeps me fit. No, tell me. What? 61. Look at me. You and me. Let's try and do a jog now. I will pass you. Your envy is too much. Clap. 
I will pass you, beat you, and you will sweat. And pants for breath. What gives me feet is what I'm doing. Every time, you know, some of us, we, see, we, are preach, we are preaching and we are walking. We are losing weight whilst we are walking. And then now there's a, there's, a, there's a software on the thing where as you are, you, are, you are walking and your phone is in your pocket or whatever, you are earning cryptocurrency. 10,000 steps by the phone being in my pocket. Whilst I'm preaching, I'm losing weight. Exercise. Serving keeps you fit. God keeps you fit to serve Him. So if you are suffering from certain thrombosis and certain things, check whether you are serving or not. Or you are sitting down all the time. They shall still bring forth fruits in uh, old age. Is he still old? Or is he in the middle? I said to her the other day, we are growing old together. He said, grow by yourself. <laughs> you, you call yourself old. Me, I'm in the middle ages. Uh-huh. You, like I told her the other day, years ago, I said, Charlie, the way we love each other now, why don't, let's die together. He said, hey. You know what was coming. He said, who, who brought you here? You came alone, you go alone. Leave your money for me to chop. That's the women, that's what they like, isn't it? They like money. There's nothing wrong about clap. Women, is it true? Don't you like money? A clapping is very suspicious. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> All of you agree. From your winking, I can tell. They have their own, and they want your own too. That's all good. Psalm 22, verse 30. Let's look. I want to show you some. This will bless your life. Psalm 22, verse 30. He said, A seed shall serve him, and it shall be counted, accounted to the Lord for a generation. The New King James translation says, A posterity shall serve him, it will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. Now, I want you to lift up your head. Let me explain something. He says, a seed. We are all seeds. Everything we are seeds. We are seeds to serve God and to serve people. And he said, a seed shall serve him. That's God. And your seed, you using you your seed, your life, your gifts, your talents, your resources, your time, your energy, to serve God and, for, and to serve his kingdom and to serve men, your seed, your serving with your seed shall be counted, accounted to your children from generation to generation. So my serving is benefiting my son, my son's son, and my son's son's son. What you are doing today will be, uh, will be uh, um, English, will be what? Credited to your children and your children's children. So can you imagine if you are not serving and you are not serving well, what you are doing to your children and your children's children? That's why I said the way I said. Oh God. And when I'm serving, you see me online and I'm, you can see the, the passion with which I'm doing the thing. I'm mindful of Michael the third, Michael the fourth, Michael the fifth. Michael the sixth. A seed shall serve. One person, seven, shall be accounted for your children, to your children's children. Your one service today, in 2002, will be credited to your children. They don't suffer what you are suffering. 
where you have that kind of mentality, where won't you serve? Nobody wants evil to befall their children or their grandchildren. I don't normally allow my uh, children, babies, children to sit in front. Since I came back from Ghana, I was away for two weeks. She was away for a month. Our grandson has missed his grandfather that everywhere he's going, he wants to be there, including sitting on my lap. Me holding him and not leaving an inheritance for him. Even now, look at how he's on me. And I leave and don't leave him anything. That's why I said the way I said. You better start serving. You better start serving. Start thinking of your children and your children's children. The sad thing is, if you don't, Matthew 25 calls you wicked and slothful. Nobody wants to be called wicked. But what the Bible says, if you don't serve God with your gift, God sees you as a wicked person. There are certain dangerous scriptures in the Bible that when I see, I get afraid. Your children. I'm a very pro children. You heard what the guy said yesterday when he came to minister? This church is digging up the children, making them perform, releasing their gifts. It's always been in my heart. Your children. Sometimes I think I want more for your children than you. Maybe I need to pull it back a bit. I try pull it. I'm a transgenerational bishop. I'm not a, a today bishop. No, my assignment is transgenerational. I want to see what will become of your children. I mean, for Kenyan, Yasmin, Haley. They said to their mother, we have got a card. Bishop is our father, spiritual father. And acts as a, a biological father in certain way in addition to our own father. So we have gone and bought a card and typed, typed the contents that we want, we want to tell him in the card. And bought him a gift as our father. And you, your mother, you can buy your own. We are sending it as we the three. Where did they get that concept from? Years of learning, sitting with your parents in the same church, hearing the same with your parents and hearing. Look at what they are doing at their age. Buy a card and type it. Not written, type it. That takes effort. What are you doing for your children? When you reach a certain age, will they get you a card and type the thing inside? Type it. Or do just... And then you'll be saying, all I've done for them, all I've done for them. It's not parents when they are talking. They... Let me not say what I was going to say. It would have been classified as swearing. I think I will even say it. My wife said, sometimes people speak as if they are speaking from where the sun doesn't shine. That's what the unbelievers swear the way they swear. But they want to tell you something. But sometimes the way we... You are not thinking. All about you. What about your children? What about your grandchildren? You won't serve in church. You won't come early. So your children too don't come early. What are you teaching them? You should have seen them this morning. The children at Sunday school. They said, we want our Sunday school. 10 a.m. They were in their class. Ah. Look, 
You are 27 years old, all of you. When I was a child, I behaved as a child. When I was an adult, I behaved as an adult. Then behave as adults. I don't want you coming to church late again from now. 10.30, you are here. To serve. The greater interest. You know, one thing that puzzles me is what What time do you start with? What time do you start with normally? Nine o'clock. You get there for nine. You don't get there for nine. What time do you get there? You get there before. Good. Some of you thought it was a rebellion. No. You start at nine. In the secular world. You start at nine. So you get there when? Sandra, what time do you start with? Eight. What time do you get there? You know what I mean. We go to work. We should be there a certain time. By the march. We get there before. Or just on time. And clocking or whatever we do. That's the world. What about God's house? Who is greater? I said who is greater? This clapping is very... Uh, uh, it's full of conviction and guilt. <laughs> Hey, serving God has no expiry date. I'm blessed. I'm rich. I've been promoted. I'm married. I have children. I'm 45. I'm 50. I'm 35. It has no expiry date. You don't graduate from serving. You don't outgrow serving. You don't outgrow serving. You don't outgrow serving. That's the theme for the whole of this month. Jesus, our master, came to serve. He, he, he came to the self to the to, came to self to the point where he had to give his life for service for us to become who we are. The man gave his life for us to become who we're supposed to be. Who are we giving our life to for somebody to become something? Oh. I think your clapping will help you. Service. And listen, teach your children to do the same. Teach them how to cook or to disgrace their husbands in the future. Teach them how to dress their beds. Teach them how to do everything. Serving God as a seed. Oh, secures your future. And secure the future of you. I mean, whenever I see my son serving, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. He, he, he's, following, he's just like his father, and he's taking it to another level. He, he ministers with passion, like his father. If not more. Yes. Passion. Passion. And it's not the reservation of just a few. Everybody under the sound of my voice, from this week, you must find an area of service and come wait on your ministry at midnight to uh, develop it at skill at be the best at what you do and watch the world reward you and watch God also reward you. 
There are certain rewards that must come. Don't just depend on what you are getting from your workplace. It is, it is, it is. It, ah, think, look at what is happening in the economy now. And listen, listen. And the Bible says, the earth will burn like an oven. It's there. What you are seeing now, it's not Boris who. Forget Boris. He has his problems. I went to Ghana. The whole, all of the continent, the next uh, the were complaining. It's not the nation. You can live in Egypt in the midst of hardship, but be in Goshen in Egypt that what is happening is not affecting you because of your service. Because of your service. I don't care how much they increase diesel. Diesel on my car. The tank will be filled all the time. Because I'm saving God pays. Saving God pays. All these two by four waiting for money to come before you do something. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Go beyond it. Save. Finally, you can sing, sing. You can dramatize, dramatize. You can administrate, administrate. If you can clean, clean. Let us see your face in it. There is no future for a lazy person. Whether in the world or in the kingdom. There is no future for a lazy, slothful, wicked person. There is no future. There is no future. Stop envy. Look, I don't know anybody born dead or alive who I envy. Never. There is nobody I can ever envy or be jealous of. You are doing certain things and you are getting certain results. And I can do the same thing and get the same result. Why am I envying you? Why am I fighting you? Why am I afraid of you? Why am I jealous of you? If I can do the same things you are doing to get what you are getting, why am I walking in envy? Why am I frustrating my destiny? Why? Why am I jealous of you? When I, if I know what you know and I do what you do, I will become what you have become. a place where they, they can't ask you to do certain things anymore. Ah! No expiry date. They shall still bring forth fruit. Oh! I don't intend to die now. You will see me. 80, you will see me. 90, you will be, you will be there. All of you will be here. In our multi-purpose sanctuary. I said in our city, in our house of Judah city, 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 your clapping is very envious. In our city, in our city, 50, 60, 70, no walking sick, no geriatric world, alive and well, same in our church that we are wearing, my God, like my shirt. Mr. One, like my shirt. Powerful shirt I was given in Ghana for preaching. They were so blessed, the woman ran out of the service to go to her father's shop to get me this Nice trim shirt. You don't get such shirts when you are not doing anything. All for free. No. Thank you, Lord. Should I say that? Yes. Listen. Marriages, wives, husbands are given because of service. Just like some people get their wives and husbands and stop serving. What got you what you have got? It's what will help you keep what you have got. Oh. 
if you got it by prayer, you maintain it by prayer. You get it by service, you maintain it. Don't slow down. Don't slow down. That is not a time to slow down. You become frustrated. Look. Serve. Junior was on the drums yesterday. Junior, the future. The future of every church is their children and their youth. And we are showing them their way. Growing churches after church service, they keep their children there for at least half an hour to one hour to learn the musical instruments and the things that the adults are doing. For the, Look, if we don't invest in this, our children, our values, we will grow, our teeth fall out and we will be full of regrets. I have no intention to see that happen. The future of this church and any church is you. In service. Active, joyful, consistent, steadfast service. To see your children do... How do you think I feel to see my son preaching? Grown up and preaching in my absence. Full message. He got more claps than me. Thank God for that. Clapping is envious this morning. Full message. To see my convert, Mrs. Bernice Hattonwood, whom I saw on the street, walking psychedelically, and leading her to Christ, becoming the resident pastor of this church. How do you think I feel? When it comes to them, it's called fulfillment. That they can carry your thoughts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, serving God has no expiry date. You know the guy who came yesterday to see me, who was so impressed with the children at the back, the media. He said, ah, they are on drums, they are on where? They are everywhere. Hush, hush, hush. Oh, no, no, that gives you joy that they can do what I'm doing. Listen, we don't have to die first before you succeed. We must succeed alongside. You are succeeding, the old are succeeding, the young are succeeding in the same time, at the same time, at the same time. Don't wait for your father. He's doing exercise. He has no intention to die now. You better do your own exercise and carry success as no uncles. We refuse to die now. We are getting younger and younger. And fitting it to share with anything before. We are determined. Those of you who want some people to die, they are not dying now. They are buying slimmer clothes. They are buying slim seats. So sit down there and wear your rope coat. Are you getting anything? Scream, say. Hey, look at you and say, neighbor, <laughs> just as I told you last week Sunday, if I call you at 12 midnight and you are yawning, you'll be in trouble. In the same way, if I don't see you serving, don't come and borrow anything from me. Yeah. Service. Hey, I was wearing my shirt yesterday. And I was trying to, you know, the, the thing, trying to figure. 
And then Eli said, Bishop, should I help you? Should I help you put the counseling on? You sound young scarce who say, what's he doing? He just carry on and hurry up. He was asking his grandfather, should I help? Where is he learning from? Her mother. And from this church. Service. Teenager. So when short girl run around and run all over the place and being on the phone and crossing the road, she's in church. Service. Bringing me water. Then when you see her marry a millionaire in the future, when you see me sponsor her wedding, you say, right. What did you do for me to sponsor your wedding? Uh, no, 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 don't get frustrated. Don't get it. No, no. Live your life. Live your life. It's later, cry. Later. But we, we are transgender. All those of you have been in this church for many years. You can see I prophesy into fu- the f- future. I say things about future, 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 future. And it comes to pass. Service. We wait. The reason why we say things that come is because we wait on our ministry before we speak to people. So when we are prophesying, it's coming from an angle of preparation and service before we speak. Service. I'm studying at the moment online and on YouTube on, on God's generals. The preachers that have gone past, Ora Robert, Jaco, Smith Wigglesworth, Captain Coleman, I'm studying on them. Their miracle ministry, how they made it, their mistakes, etc. How they succeeded and all So, I can become like them and more. I'm waiting on my ministry to serve in miracles ministry, science and wonders ministry, and other areas. You wait on your ministry. You don't waste your time. I call some of my members and check on them. They are pursuing their destiny. They are doing a course. They are going for an interview. They are doing, doing something with that. Look, we'll be there. Time will pass. But they are, if you are 50, they are celebrating 51. They say, ah, when did this happen? And they look back and say, what have you done for God? You can't list any. You are eating meat pie. Only. That shall not be your portion. Listen to this. John 12. Listen. John 12, 23 to 26. says, if any man serve me as a seed, whosoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be. Listen to this one. Whoever serves me, my father will honor him. Hmm. Whoever serves me, not, not the mayor, not the MP, whoever serves me, my father will dignify and honor him and bring him into distinguishment. You serve God, He honors you. He lifts you before men. You serve Him, He lifts you before men. He honors you. Where is your honor coming from? You need God's honor. That thing that has covered your face, that people see you and they get upset and they, they kiss their feet several times. Instead of favoring you, service brings honor. If you are being dishonored, find out whether you are serving or not. Everybody says, serving God has no expiry dates. Shout Amen. Going to the 
restroom, to use a restroom, has no expiry date. Eating has no expiry date. Breathing has no expiry date. Showering has no expiry date. Brushing your teeth has no expiry date. Sleeping has no expiry date. Drinking has no expiry date. In the same way that these natural laws have no expiry date, spiritually too, serving God has no expiry date. Lift up your head. Just as you obey natural laws, you must obey spiritual laws. And God says, serve me. Add to my, my kingdom. Pray for yourself. Pray for others. Die, give, serve. Think of others. You don't graduate from these things. Natural, listen. Whatever keeps, write this down. Whatever keeps natural life going is what also keeps spiritual life going. You see, the natural is a parallel from the spiritual. What can you do that others cannot do? What are the things you are enjoying that others must also enjoy? You must invite them to come and drink from this fountain. I said we are celebrating our anniversary, so I invited two people to come. And I insisted they should come. Some of them have to change their schedules to be here today. And they are here today. Because you want to serve them, you want to bless them, you want them to be part of your joy. They came. They are here. What you are enjoying, serve it, serve it, serve it to others, serve it to others, serve it to others. That's how you will be distinguished. That's how it will be accounted or accredited to your children's accounts. Write this down. The things that you must do in the form of service. Prayer. Write it down. Prayer. Prayer for souls to be won. Sinners to be saved. Sinners to be established. Prayer for others. Prayer for others. Don't only pray for yourself. Pray for others. Every day pray for souls to be saved. Souls to be saved. Souls to be saved. Souls to be saved. And follow them up. Call them. I don't see somebody in church, especially the newer ones. I send them a message. Even when they, the newer ones, when they come, I send them a message sometimes saying, Thank God, it was good to see you. I send it not with a second phone, my personal phone. Great to see you in church today. Service. Think others. God will raise people to think you. Is, my mes- is the message coming through? Are you getting the message? Then the serious question is, will you do something about it? <laughs> That's the danger and the frustration of Jesus and Paul and all of us as pastors. The question is, it's not hearing, it's the doing. You know, years ago I stopped praying certain prayers and I stopped answering certain calls from our members. Because, you know, there are certain prayers that pastors cannot pray for you to, to, to. It's what you do that God rewards you. It's not the pastor's prayer all the time. The only thing that if you don't do, even when pastor prays, nothing will work. Like tithing. You don't tithe. No, no, no. Please, I learned something this morning. Listen to the you can pastors. Listen to this one. I learned something new this morning about tithing. Apparently. You know, when the Bible says, when you tithe, God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. 
I used to think it's just general devouring water. But apparently, are you aware? Apparently, anybody who tries to trouble your life is a devourer. Anybody who tries to sabotage your destiny is a devourer. Anybody who tries to steal your joy is a devourer. Anybody who tries to steal your happiness and do things to frustrate your death is a devourer. And apparently, God rebukes devourers. So anybody troubling us or troubling you, God troubles them invisibly. So certain things, happen, certain things begin to happen to them negatively. They can't understand. Because you touched a tither. Consistent, faithful, accurate tither. So God rebuked devourers, human devourers or whatever devourers. He, when God is rebuking you, can you see him coming? Tithing is powerful. He rebukes devourers of consistent, faithful, accurate tithers. That makes a lot of sense, Mama says. <laughs> That's why nobody has been able to succeed against my life. They've done everything. It's not happening. Every time I walk past South North Portland Road, I see that uh, elephant is there. It tells me God answers my prayer. It is still standing there. Nobody will touch that building until I buy it. Because they touched a man of God. How can you say you spit, you spit on a man of God? Abadama, are you alright? You will spit on a man of God. Oh God. I'm even wondering whether there's no saliva in their, in their mouth. The building left them instantan. Because you touched a dangerous tiger. I am using my resources to save God. And you come against me. I'm more important to God than you. God will destroy anybody standing in my way. Because I am saving him. When you start giving God 25% every week. Then you can talk against some of us. When you start doing the things we do. Then open your mouth. But by then. You be too much. You see, people who criticize people, they don't do what they do. That's why they have mouths. Try and do what the people like, like criticizing a married couple, and you are not married. Marry, and you see whether you criticize married couples. You will see better. Yeah. When I see you, you can talk by heart. But when you criticize a married, when you have seen a my can marry now, marry. I can marry. All those who criticize me as a pastor, I pray only one prayer. Don't pray, pray with my prayers though. I only want prayer. I say, Father, make them pastors. Amen. Yeah. That's it. Go and look at them. Go and find them. Go. I'm here. Go and, ask. Go and find where they are. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, They shall go into oblivion. He said, Cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Ah, whether you like that prayer or not, it is there. Because mm-hmm. I am serving God. A seed that serves Him shall be accounted to His seed. So that means I'm not dying now. I'm not busy serving God for God to answer that your demonic prayer against me. Don't do it. Don't go there for your sake. No! One day I'll get higher a bus and take all of you to South London. Portal Road to see the building. It's there. Saints Bridge was competing for the same building. My prayer to God. 
Call them the building. Then he said, you speak to the man of God. It is a, a white elephant still today, even though the building is red. God leaves landmarks for people to know. He'll say, this, this you don't do. Some of you, we are afraid of some of your enemies and critics. Because you don't serve God properly. Because when you are serving Him, He fights for you that you hold your peace. Your defense is your service, not your fear. Oh, clap, 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 clap. I'm not waiting for your encouragement. I'm preaching. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Mmm. 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 It's so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take Him at His word. Just to rest upon His promise. Just to know. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I prove you more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace. To trust him more. Sing it again. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I prove him more and more. Jesus, 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 Jesus. close. There was a prophecy about the arrival of Jesus. Many said it was not happening. Then two people decided we'll fast and pray. That Simeon and Anna lift up your head. Simeon and Anna went into the temple to fast and pray. Pray. You see, listen. Are you aware that how many of you have received prophecies over your life? How many of you have received the spoken certain prophecies over your life and some of them have not come to pass? Some of them have not come to pass. You need to pray it through. I see happiness in your marriage. I see joy in your marriage. Don't shout hallelujah and sit down. The moment you hear I see joy in your marriage, that's why bitterness is going to attack you. So you start work. You don't sit on prophecy. You work with prophecy. You fight with prophecy. Don't jubilate when you hear a prophecy. You will marry. I see you in a white gown. White gown could mean you are in the grave. They wear white gown for marriage and wear white gown for burial. So don't sit down there and say, Aha! Yeah! You know what I mean? Yeah! The prophecy came to the mouth. Yeah! Yeah! And then it doesn't come to the say, This man of God is a yeah, yeah, yeah. No! 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 You didn't work with the prophecy! You work with it! You war with it! So a prophecy came. Jesus will come on this earth to say, The devil said, We shall see. He did everything to everybody from Adam all the way down to when Jesus came. And even when Jesus was about to born, he'd be born, he frustrated the efforts and got kings to kill small children. But there were two people. For Jesus' arrival, Simeon and Anna started serving in prayer to see Jesus' arrival. They prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And Anna was 85 before the prayer came to end. 
they shall still serve God in old age. 85, still interceding in the temple. And then Jesus showed up. You don't outgrow service. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some of you leading prayer. Maybe not in this church, in other church, because here you are fine. You say, ah, yeah. We, we lead prayer. 30 minutes. Yeah. We are the prayer. We lead prayer 30 minutes. Now we have to graduate to preaching. Where? Where? Now we have to graduate to preaching. You don't have grow prayer. You don't have grow. Now we have been ushering for a while. There are three holy girls. We are ushers, yes. Now we must graduate to women's fellowship leader. No, it will not even cross their mind. They are too good for that. You don't have grow the position you are in. It is God who promotes you. They are bad, rebellious people in churches who are doing certain things and who do certain crazy things just so they move them to... You see, are you prepared to pay the sacrifice of a minister, of a deacon, of an elder, of a senior pastor, of a resident pastor? Mama B is in Ghana. Instead of concentrating on me, he's thinking of you. Offering pens, anniversary pens for you, with my money. And we are just there this week, and he said, it's our 27th anniversary. Yeah, it's 27th anniversary, yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm going to Costco, yeah, to buy chicken, and buy salad, and buy a uh, roll, roll. This morning we went for the roll, French bread, so to, to feed them after the service. That sacrifice, that self-sacrifice, looking beyond themselves. Thanks for 100 people, but we didn't bring the 100. So I should even go home with these pens, not give you any. Next Sunday, you must bring people to come and collect the rest of the pens. That's it. That's my money. Clap if I do something to you. I'm in God. We are in God. That's thinking of service. You. Serving you. You should do the same. I said you should do the same. Service never has an expiry date. Look at these two people. He was my armor bearer. She was Mama B. Samo Bera. We have anniversary and I say they should come. They were here last week. Today, do you know how far they have come? St. Albans. Their father said, come. He was supposed to go to. He told me he's working. Look at him. With his family. Came with the battalion. Because he hasn't stopped serving. He was an Amo Bera. Now he's a pastor. Senior pastor. Senior pastor. But father says, come. So they came to serve. You should see him after the service. When I'm holding anything, you still behave as if he's still an animal, but collect my... I, I didn't ask him. I can hold my own... You know I can hold my own laptop and my own iPad. Service is in your blood. Service is in your blood. Don't disinfect your blood by not serving. Don't poison your blood by not serving. Are you happy with Bishop? If you're not happy, I won't give you the pen, no. And the food. She cooked it in my house. I can carry all that. Yeah. I have to clean the whole kitchen after she left. Me, cleaning. Service. Service. Stop, stop, service. Don't graduate yourself. Yeah. She woke up at 6 30. 6 to fry chicken. Ah, Lassoe in my whole house. 
You know what Lasso is? Smoking my whole house. I mean, the kitchen is next to my study. Small prayer, I'm going to pray. I'm smelling skin. Why? Service. To feed you. You should do the same. Are you clapping? <laughs> Let me close with this. Hmm. Hey, Nadine, are you getting something? You're enjoying this? Yes. Next week you come back. I'll come and pick you myself. Max is here. Busy man, oh. He says it to be a bit inconvenient, but I will see. He's here. Listen, that brings me to this point. Sometimes you must inconvenience yourself to serve. It's not always going to be convenient. Oh. Yesterday we were talking about some of our people here who are multitasking. Multitasking. They jump on the car and then jump back to Russia. Jump on the phone, jump back to media and jump to the side. Look. 27 years old we are. It's time for everybody to serve in one capacity or the other. And one thing that is universal to all of us is bringing people to God's church to see His house filled. You see, there's just something about numbers that when pastors are preaching, whether they are numbers or they are no numbers, those who have prepared themselves to preach, but there's something when they see people there, bring something. From our inside. Just like when you hold a party, invite people to come and they don't come. Look at how you look. Yeah. When you see them coming and then drinking the soboro and drinking the, you know, eating the chicken. Look at how happy you are. It's the same with God for church. Don't come to church alone. It's part of service. Invite everybody and be on your case. I sent her the flyer. I said, send it to Nadine. Have you sent it? Send it to Call her. I know where she is. Katia the master. Yeah, we caught her at the master. Do everything to save. Inconvenience yourself like Jesus inconvenienced himself to die on the cross for you. Oh, this coffee is not coming from this side. It's time to say, shout amen. amen. When God blesses you, keep Tithing. J.C. Penny. I'm closing. J.C. Penny. A business mogul was tithing. God was blessing him with money. Then listen. Listen. Look at your neighbor and say, never trust a poor person. Tell them, never trust poor people. Tell them, never trust people who don't have money now. People who don't have money now will say yes to everybody. It's when they have money that you know whether they are tithers or givers or they love you or they call you papa. And they also call you papa. Jesse Penny got all this. Look, when you have a thousand pounds, it's within your, you know, you can tithe hundred. It's okay. It's when you get hundred thousand. And God says, tithe ten thousand. That's where we know whether you love. There are some people, the more money they get, the more they backslide. They reduce their tithe. Your money is supposed to be used to serve God. You are reducing your tithe. Or they need to put pressure on you to remind your medulla oblongata that there's something called tithing. God, you are serving God. You must be reminded to give to God. Hey!
He lost everything. And then he went to God. What should I do? God said, go back to where you fell. They started tithing again. Billions. Billions. Listen. You serve God, write this down close. Time, with your time, with your energy, with your talent, and with your resources. Serving God demands your time. Make time to serve God. Make time to bring people to church. Make time to call them, follow them up. <laughs> One day I called Enos. I didn't see him in church, so I called him out. So I sent him a text. He said, I'm watching Manchester United versus Liverpool. <laughs> At least I know what he was doing. In other words, I'm watching television. Tele- I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so he explained what he was doing. Do you know what people are doing when they don't show up in church? Does it matter to you? Everybody, look, look. I was in Ghana before I went to Ghana. This, let me tell you this, and then I'll close. Look, it is very abnormal in any church to see the pastor being the one who does almost everything. Why the members just come and say amen? He leaves prayer. He leaves this. He does that. He does that. Now, what are you doing? Now, while you're sitting there, I want you to ask yourself with a big smile on your face, what at all am I doing here? I mean, what am I contributing here? What, what am I doing? What service am I serving that is accounting to my children's children? And what am I adding to God and adding to the church? When service is all I'm created for, what am I doing? What am I adding? Because the rest of this year is about this subject. Service. The rest of your life is about service. You go home today and say, the, the chicken that mama beef fried, you leave the oil and everything on the, on the surface for the whole week. Both of you will smell fragrance. Everybody from now must find an area of service. Deborah next week prints, this week prints the departments. And let's give everybody one. And let them choose a department and they will be trained to start serving. Everybody must be serving. Everybody must be serving. Everybody must be serving. Am I hearing your amen? amen. Can you imagine if I hadn't trained the pastors in our travel, in our Africa? We won't always be here. We need to go to the world. We need to go to many other places. That's another thing I'm going to tell you about Tanzania. We need to go. October or November, let's pray about it. You come in. He drops everything he's doing when I'm traveling somewhere to come with me. Buy his own tickets. With his wife's approval. If his wife slaps him, he will travel. But the wife understands service. An armor bearer is still an armor bearer. She's the one who trained her. Can you imagine she said, I won't train anybody? Oh. Our throat will be dry. Who are you training and how are you training them? Will they do a better job than you? Legacy, legacy, legacy. That is 60 legacy years. I am, uh, uh, I am in my legacy. I want to pour what I know into others. I cannot go into the grave with what I carry like Elisha. Help a brother out. 
I said, help a brother out. They are not in the spirit. Pastors are telling you, help a brother out. Don't you ask. The things you are doing, you should be doing. You should be available to be trained to do the same. You know what I was thinking yesterday, Pastor Michael? When I was looking at the performances, I said, this performance should be in, in West Korea the next week, Saturday. The thing we did inside, we edified us. Next Saturday, we should be out there. So how you do it? Ask God. Perform out there and bless people out there. Loyal sons and daughters of a church hear what the father's heart is and they make it happen. Like the big lunch, you made it happen with your team leaders. Like the concert yesterday, they made it happen. Like the midnight hour prayer we have started. They are making it happen. They didn't even put it, I didn't put it there, they put it there. This is what we are talking about. Let me close. If you can't sleep, wake up and pray. Use in the house and use online. Charlie, pray. Because your challenges, they are not like our own. You have social media challenges. We were ordinary pen and paper. Your own is deeper. Everywhere you pass is there. You must pray more than us. Don't wait on our prayer alone. You look, there are things about to hit the youth and teenagers in this society. You better get them in church and teach them to pray in the spirit. I close. Everybody say this with me. Say, the day you stop breathing, you are on your way to the grace. Say, everything living gives to stay alive. The day you stop breathing, you are on your way to the grave. The way you stop, the day you stop serving, you are on your way to the grave because your life is about service. Put your hand on your head. Say, I receive great grace to serve, to tithe, to pray, to give, to intercede, to find an area of service with my gift, to add value to others, to win souls, to bring people to God's house and to establish them in the name of Jesus. Father, I receive grace, grace to serve, grace to serve, grace to serve, grace to serve, consistently in the name of Jesus. Shout Amen. You are in the house or you are online. And you are not born again. You were created to serve. You want to give your life to Christ. You are here. Or you are online. You don't know whether you are born again or not. You don't know whether you are saved or not. Or you are saved but you are not as precious as you used to be. You want to give your life to Christ or rededicate your life to Christ. Lift up your hand. You want to give, become born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to become born again. If you are in the house, lift up your hand. If you are online, lift up your hand. Let me pray for you. Or you say, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Let me pray for you. In the name of Jesus. Who is lifting up their hand? Is anybody lifting their hand? Oh, wow. The Johnson children. Say, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We submit our life to your Lordship. Forgive our sins.
in the name of Jesus. Thank you for saving us. In Jesus name. Shout Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Give Jesus a big hand. If you are blessed, give Jesus a big clap of service. 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 Cottonwood Publications presents the Financial Freedom Pack. The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer, Dr. Michael Hottonwood. Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or Pastor Should Be Poor, How to Get Out of Debt, and Stay Out of Debt, Steps to Becoming Debt-Free, Why Budgeting is Not an Option, and Reasons Why People Walk in Lack. Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 or order online at Amazon.co.uk, www.hasajuda.org. UK or MichaelHottonwood.org. Debit or credit card accepted. Secure online payments by Visa card, MasterCard, Charge card, Stored Valued card, Visa card, and PayPal. <laughs>